0: Welcome to Replenish Your Life, a space to discover how to embody your purpose, strengthen your intuition, and manifest who you truly are. I'm Lucy. And I'm Morgan. And we hope you're ready to embrace your divine design and replenish your life.
1: In today's episode, we're chatting with Jordan Cardarelli. Jordan is a Gene Keys guide and Psych K facilitator. She blends these two modern healing modalities to effect deep transformation in the lives of her clients. She assists in realigning others with their highest self by uncovering their soul's path in this lifetime and removing any subconscious blocks to getting there.
0: So hi, Jordan. Welcome, welcome to this podcast. We are so, so happy to have you here with us. Um, we were wanting to ask you if you could tell us a bit more about yourself and what you're working on right now.
2: Sure. Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to meet you ladies and uh, to be a guest on your podcast. So um, my name is Jordan Cardarelli. I am a Gene keys guide and site K facilitator so I actually blend both of these modalities which I view as healing modalities to help clients align with their highest self and to meet their you know their conscious goals whether that's literally a goal like um, elevating a business or connecting with prosperity or just you know connecting with peace, um, and happiness within themselves. So it's from you know one end of the spectrum to the other. But that's kind of in a nutshell what I do. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. So, um, can, what led you to discover the gene keys? Because not I, I feel like not a lot of people know about the gene keys, and and they're so interesting. So yeah, tell us more. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's um. I've been a, you know, I've been a seeker probably my entire life. You know, I've been interested in esoteric systems and cosmic systems and anything that's mystical. So I've kind of been, you know, all across the board in terms of cosmic modalities, but also healing modalities. Like I've dabbled in almost everything as um, both a learner, but also as somebody like receiving um, energy medicine and treatments and all of that good stuff as well. And when I came to the gene keys, I was really floored. So I agree. And, you know, I'm, I hope that more people will find this modality. I think they are. Um, I really feel that it's in the future for, for everybody, but um, I agree. It's, it's pretty, it's very literal and it's very magical Mm -hmm. as a system. So really my background is, you know, aside, aside from being always interested and kind of a lifelong seeker of these modalities, I started to study more formally astrology and human design probably about five years ago or so now, when I was going through a huge transition personally in my Mm -hmm. career. And I mean, every aspect of my life was shifting at this time, but I was transitioning from working in corporate finance to... yeah, I had a big question mark. I was like, what, what am I supposed to do? I know that it's not this because Mm -hmm. I can't see where my next step would be at all. And I went through that resistance for a couple of years, (laughs) honestly. And then, you know, through a series of just divine happenings and intuition and through my own ability to start to view my profiles I started to see that I was actually meant to share spiritual information with others and that was um, not something I ever thought I'd be doing Mm -hmm. it's not something I wanted to do Um, (laughs) I thought it was something that I was just personally interested in in a private way and like maybe you know maybe talk to a couple friends who are aligned with that kind of stuff as well but i wasn't excited to talk about it i wasn't excited to share about it um so it was a whole unfolding of getting comfortable in this in this work but way back then i started to study astrology and human design thinking okay i think it might be this because these modalities have helped me so much and mm-hmm you know, there are things that I can talk to other people about, or I can study for hours on end without ever being paid. So like how incredible would it be to make this my work? It would feel like I'm never working. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
2: So I just kind of followed that little um, intuition, that guidance. And, you know, I was I completed courses and I was, you know, launching a platform. Like I had already created a website and everything for human design. That was going to be kind of like my anchor point um, to share with other people. And something was just like, it's not this, it's close, but it's not this. And um, I listened because at that point I was like, I've already come, I've already come this far, you know, why, why would I stop now and stop and stop listening? So it just kind of took a backseat for a summer. And then that summer, it was two summers ago now, I found the jean keys mm-hmm. and, or they found me. They kept popping mm-hmm. up. The word um, kept popping up this entire weekend. It was like, just kind of captured me. And I knew that it was something to look into. I was also surprised that I didn't know about it already because you know, like I mentioned before, I've been to look one end or the other. And it's just like something on my own time that I used to Google and read books on and talk to people and like anything that I could do to learn more about cosmic wisdom. Mm. I was already in. So I was like, okay, I've never heard of this before. Um, so I ordered the text from Richard Rudd. It's called the Gene Keys. It's a it's magical. It's so, um, it's so steeped in wisdom and it's, it. there's just like codes throughout that book. Just as you read it, your consciousness expands. So I suggest if you're interested in, in knowing more to definitely to buy the book and read it. Um, and yeah, I was just floored. I was, uh, you know, something just told me that this is, this is actually what you're meant to share because mm-hmm it weaved in more than, you know, the other modalities I had studied because I wanted to actually um, facilitate healing and actually assist people in, in their evolution, not just, you know, give them like a fun set of statistics about themselves where they, you know, they can profile their personality and they're like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like this and I have a little sprinkle of that and I'm a little bit stubborn because I'm a Taurus and, um, (laughs) you know, not to like astrology is astrology is so complex so not to like distill it but down to that but it just felt more workable it felt like very modern and it tied you know science together with spirituality which is just like you know like the most exciting thing in the world to me yeah. And so after that I pulled up my profile, my gene keys profile, which anybody can. You just need your birth information like you would with, you know, astrology or human design. So date, time and place of birth. Mm -hmm. And I pulled up my profile and I was it took me weeks to get over it. Like it it was it really did. It took me so long to just um Understand what was happening because this sheet of paper basically had distilled down this self-growth journey, this spiritual journey that I had been on for years prior, and the keywords basically revealed everything that I had already discovered about myself, but kind of through the long way, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, long, the long process.
0: Yeah,
2: and I just felt so. Um, scene, you know, like it was it was crazy, but it was also really beautiful because some of those shadow patterns, and we'll probably talk about this more because it's like a huge component of the gene keys, that I had realized were sort of holding me back or had been limiting me in countless ways in my life for a very long time. Where in black and white on the piece of paper, first of all, oh, in wow. one word. <laughs> in one word. And then I could see on the other side that I actually had just as much potential to have the high vibrational expression of that placement as well, which I think is so beautiful and liberating to know that we're not just this bundle of past stories or patterns and fears, but actually those we're meant to have those. So we're able to access, yeah, you know who we're supposed to be here and what we're supposed to do here. Mm. So that was kind of my journey to the gene keys and Mm. the gene keys clicked for me. I have to say um, more than anything else I've ever studied. It was very quick that I could um, digest and then communicate in layman's terms, almost, you know, to other people what the gene keys really mean for them and what their profile is. And I always say I do view, you know, the profile in the system a little bit different than like the traditional way of following the golden path, which is taught by Richard Rudd Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, the official Gene Keys organizations. I actually tie it into my work as more of a healing modality Mm -hmm. because I find it such a potent portal to your soul's evolution that we can get so specific on what needs to be healed and evolved for you to actually come into alignment with your highest self.
0: Wow. That's so powerful. And I love, I love how you said, you know, that the gene keys found you because like that, I can really resonate with that experience as well. I, I also studied astrology for years and, and, you know, human design as well. And and I remember the gene keys found me through a conversation randomly with someone. And, and I had the same kind of overwhelming experience when I I first looked at my profile and I was like, wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Um, So, so I want to, you know, for for somebody who's new to the gene keys, for example, when you look at you, look at your profile, it's called the hologenetic profile. It can be quite overwhelming. So, so give us from your perspective, just a a brief idea of, of how it actually works. The gene keys system.
2: Totally. Sure. So, so your hologenetic profile, I always just call it your gene keys profile for short. Um, Again, it's just a picture of your, uh, your cosmic, their cosmic placements really is what they are. So Mm -hmm. based on your date, time and place of birth, the planets were at certain points in the sky and actually the gene keys goes a step further to take points from three months before your birth as well. If you're into human design, you'll recognize that speak uh, based on the, the gate placements in human design. So, so in a nutshell, the, the Gene Keys profile does take through uh, cosmic placements. So, it'll be like where the sun was when you're born or where Mars was when you're born, um, etc. So, a few of the planets from time of birth and then three months ahead. And then it gives you basically a picture of where they were in the form of the Gene Keys profile. Which is mm-hmm. called the hologenetic profile. So the hologenetic profile, really, what it is to me, is a picture of your highest self. Mm. So I always say, if you were fully embodied in the high frequencies of your gene keys profile, you would be living fully in alignment with your highest self. And what that really means is, you know, before you came here, your soul chose whether that's literal or not literal. That's aside. You know that aside. But we chose to, you know, display certain archetypes or certain themes in our life that's going to evolve our soul forward and also connects with, you know, what we're meant to do here, who we're meant to be, the experiences we're meant to have. So that's all contained in that highest Mm self-frequency. And then on the low-frequency side, you'll see the shadow, Mm -hmm. which is, in my perspective, the limiting beliefs the patterns, fears, and the stories that you have. So your perspective of your life experience that are actually keeping you in misalignment from your highest self.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. So that's the way that I view the hologenetic profile overall. And what's really cool about the gene keys profile is it's broken out into three main sections. So depending on where you're at in your life, you know, I, um, again, I, I kind of, uh, work with clients on a little bit of a different basis than the golden path, which would take you from top to bottom, which is a very beautiful self-exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I share that as well, but also, you know, if you're going through a transition with work or if you're, you know, you're like, I was five years ago thinking, what am I even here to do? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so out of alignment that I, I don't even know what I'm meant to be doing or who I actually am. Um, or, you know, if you're wanting to connect with yourself more deeply on a healing basis, no matter what your goal is, there are points called spheres within the Gene Keys profile that are really, really pointed and giving you really pointed information about that experience or that area of life that you're evolving through. So, There's three main paths. I call them paths. They're actually called sequences. So their um, official names are the activation sequence. I call that the gift path just because it's easier to distinguish what they actually mean Mm -hmm. uh, with a little nickname I've given them. So the activation sequence or the gift path is all about you. These are the four main pillars of you. You know, anybody I lead through the gift path, It's very literal, like these are these are patterns and stories that we know about ourselves, because together they make up about 70% of our personality. That's what's said about the four spheres of the gift path. So they're very topical, they're very literal, um, they're very, you know, personality-based expressions of who you are, and they're the four pillars of you. They're your foundation. So working through those four spheres of the activation sequence gives you a really firm foundation Mm -hmm. about your authenticity and really who your highest self is in sort of a nutshell. You know, it also speaks to the four main gifts you're here to to really ground in and then share with other people as well. So if you're wondering about those superpowers that you have or those talents that come really naturally to you by genetics, um, the gift path is sort of where you wanna look for just you know, on a, a starting basis. Or if you're again, like kind of lost and you're seeking just clarity on who you are and what you're here to do, the gift path or activation sequence is a great place to start. Um, the second, uh, the second sequence is called the Venus sequence. I call it the heart path because it runs right up the heart of the profile. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, the way I view it is that it has a lot to do with the heart chakra. So Mm -hmm. this is where we, this is where we go back into our past and we uncover all of the conditioning that we've received throughout childhood from zero to 21, actually, specifically, that's led us away from living more of a heart-centered life, right? So from the core of who we are, from that place of self-worth and self-love, and that's kind of taken us away from that really natural childlike state of being into inevitably who we become as adults which is we've got I always look at it as like layers that are put on top of our our actual expression heart-centered expression of ourself because we live in a world that gives us a lot of information mm. about who we're supposed to be right, right. rather than who we actually are mm. mm-hmm. oh yeah. I, I
1: love those paths and I, I I that's so um I I love that the the heart path and stuff because it does go through the heart of the the profile that's beautiful I like that so you mentioned earlier about the shadow aspects (laughs) and I I love to talk more about that because You know, what's like when I first saw my profile and I saw the, you know, the, the, the three different expression or the gift expression, the city, and then the shadow, some of the the shadow sides were very um, confronting. Totally. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so, yeah, how does one, or what would you say? what's your advice for working with the shadow a shadow aspect of the gene key and you know yeah and and sometimes because I found it sometimes very confusing to even to to contemplate it which is suggested yeah. in traditional gene keys kind of thing
2: <laughs> yeah so,
1: yeah how would you work with them
2: So I always say, um, I love to say the juice is in the shadow so that we never want to sever it from our life experience. We want to actually make friends with it. Nice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody has that experience when they see the shadow placements because they are, it's one word and it's very pointed and it can feel very confronting because, um, especially if it's in, let's say our gift path or in one of those like more weighted placements, some of the spheres have more weight, I find, um, Mm -hmm. in terms of like, like they sting a little bit. Um, yeah. In terms of what they actually hold, like what those shadows really hold. I always say, you know, this is, we're here to experience polarity. So it's, you know, we never want to like white knuckle the, our gene keys and, and say like, I only, Oh, that's so gross. I don't want to be that shadow anymore. I only want to access my high frequencies. I call that white knuckling. Um, <laughs> yeah and it doesn't serve us at all because again we're here to experience polarity and so the low vibrational expression of our gene keys actually helps propel us to the higher because those are it's such a rich portal into what needs to be healed for us to actually elevate our frequency and connect with those high frequencies and on a real basis not on a white knuckling basis so actually we want to move into the shadow and again this is where i might um differ a little bit from the the traditional way the gene keys are spoken about, but I always say contained in the shadow frequency are the limiting beliefs mm-hmm. again, the patterns, mm-hmm. the fears and stories. So it's not that, you know, um, for example, we can take some my life's work sphere is the 48th gene key. Mm-hmm. Um, the gift there is resourcefulness. So that's a great high vibrational aspect of me and how I'm meant to shine and show up in the work that I do in the world. But the shadow is inadequacy, right? Mm -hmm. Not being good enough, not knowing enough, not having enough to share, Mm -hmm. um, and how that can really, really, um, seep into every aspect of life, right? Like that feeling of not being good enough is so, um, so strong can be so strong, Mm -hmm. So when you see that, it's not that I'm not good enough or that I have an issue with that or like I'm meant to deal with that feeling for the rest of my life. But rather for me, it's a series of unpacking um, the how, I always say the how and the why the shadow came to be. So often it's going back to our past and looking at some of the stories that have kept us sort of in that low vibrational frequency, right? So what's happened to me in the past or how have I... Come to view the world maybe through a lens where I'm not good enough, or I don't have enough to share, or I'm not ready, or all of those stories that that are embedded in the forty eighth shadow mm-hmm. of inadequacy. And then looking at the limiting beliefs that I might hold, that I, I truly hold in my energy field, that are that's really what needs to be looked at to be healed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the that's the cool thing about the shadow. We don't need to be afraid of it. Actually, the more we move into it and understand why we're meant to have those experiences, the sooner we can actually alchemize them into the, the gift side. And the experiences I've had are almost magical. They're true stories of healing. And they're so beautiful. You know, what I've seen with myself and, and mm-hmm. clients, mm-hmm. when you actually heal those shadow frequencies they really um, they really don't come back in the same way, mm-hmm. and they actually can liberate you in connecting with your gift on a more frequent basis. And mm-hmm. um, one other thing I'll say about the shadow and the, the kind of the frequency spectrum because it definitely sets the gene keys apart from other modalities. And if you've studied astrology and human design, there's totally, we call it the not self or the shadow or the low frequency, um, expression and the high, but it's less in the gene keys. It's, it's an anchor point for the system. Like it's, it's what the system's all about. So it's just more clearly shown in the gene keys. Mm Um, so I look at the, the frequency spectrum as a, a ladder. I always like to call it a ladder. So in any point in time, we're kind of oscillating between maybe like 10 rungs of a ladder. And that's just the way we are, right? We're energy. So we're always flowing and we're reacting to our experiences. And we're, you know, we're like, we think we're so dense, but we're actually not. Like when we close our eyes, we can really tap into the fact that we're very fluid, right? We're we're, simply, we're energetic beings, so we're oscillating between these different expressions all of the time. But when we actually heal some of those shadow patterns and the fears, we can actually move up. Like we mm-hmm. can move up rungs of the ladder and we can make jumps up and we'll still experience those low frequency moments where we're like, Ooh, I'm like definitely in that like shadow self right now. And you know it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it'll be in a different way. It'll express in a different way. And you'll also have the perspective That's the other beautiful thing about unpacking the shadow. I always say uncovering the why and the how, so how it's played out in the past and and in the present, brings the shadow to light and we're already healed by about 50% because it's not that we're reacting anymore, right? Right. We actually understand what's happening.
0: It's such a powerful tool for self-awareness, as you say, and just, you know, like certainly from hearing you speak about it and and my own experience of going through my shadow frequencies like my life's work is the 22 line five and you know when I first saw that shadow of dishonesty that was very confronting and then you you go through this process of self-reflection and and all of the times in your life where um you've not allowed yourself to honor how you feel, you know, that's that dishonesty. And so there's such a level of self-awareness that you're, you're sharing with us. I love that. Thank you. And I would love to hear more about some of the, um, the magical shifts that you've seen in your life, having no, now that you know this information about your shadow frequencies, I'd love to hear more about that.
2: Yeah. So um, I'll give an example of a recent experience I've had, but there's, oh gosh, there's so many. Um, again, for me, it's, it's really cool to kind of hone in on the specific spheres, either what we're experiencing right now is the challenge or where we want to move on a goal basis. Mm-hmm. And then we can actually unpack that specific sphere or the path or act the sequence, right. That's related to that aspect of our lives. Um, Maybe I'll give the, okay, let's go with it, a more recent experience. So I've been noticing a lot in my life and then in the lives of my clients, it's like, it, now it's become such a pattern that it's, you know, I know it to be a truth mm-hmm. that the evolution sphere. So there it's the second sphere in the profile. It's called their evolution sphere. It's being triggered right now mm-hmm. so deeply by what's going on globally and in our lives individually. Um, and the reason for this is, I really, I really connect the evolution sphere to the root chakra.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah because it's all about our safety and security here in like the physical world. Mm-hmm. So, the evolution, whatever you hold in your evolution sphere, that janky, it tends to be a bit of an Achilles heel for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a pattern that's sort of like a little bit of a bad habit, but I always say it's also a bit of a pacifier or like a safety blanket where if we're feeling low vibe or we're just having a bad day or a bad experience, we can really fall back there. And it's almost like comfy. It's, it's comfortable, but it's not because nobody likes to be in their shadow. (laughs) Um, It's just like that. Um, It makes us feel safe. You know, the, the shadow of the evolution sphere makes us feel safe and secure and, Um, it's what we can do as a reaction. It's what we do and lash out as, as a reaction, um, internally or externally when we're feeling like a little bit thrown off center. Mm -hmm. So that's really happened for everybody, right? Like, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, And we're not used to that. We're really just Mm -hmm. not, um, especially on like a collective scale to have the rug pulled out from under us at the same time as everybody else. And not knowing what the next day is going to hold, yeah. so this is very you know triggering for root root chakra issues, right? Mm-hmm. To become to be to be um, unearthed, to mm-hmm. be healed, and so you know the the evolution sphere shadow is really prominent right now. It's just for that reason. So for me, I actually have the twenty first gene key there, which is the shadow of control.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So again, very confronting, right? (laughs) Um, But it's the truth about me, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, um, when I feel thrown off center and definitely in the last six months, who has not been thrown off their center? Plans are up in the air and we don't really know what's happening month to month at all anymore. Um, And so for me, my that shadow has really come up. And, and what's funny is I, I never really had connected with it so much in the past where I was like, okay, I feel like I've got that more under control now after, you know, I've done a lot of self work and I'm very go with the flow and, and all of this, but it's like, yeah, it just takes that one kind of shift in in our perspective to to change all of that. And that's really what happened to me. So for me, when things feel up in the air, my tendency is to really grasp, to really cling, Mm. um, Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to like what's going on around in my environment, right? Right. So like controlling what's going on day to day, can be very material. So that gene key placement is also very material. So it's about resources and money and like Mm -hmm. the furniture and like what is actually tangibly happening in our our sphere Mm -hmm. Um, and wanting to really control that to like anchor Mm -hmm. in to have some sense of control over life in general. So that's really what that shadow is about, trying to control life in general. Um, and I found myself in that place for months.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: so for me, you know, there's always like, at least for me, a little bit of resistance. And, you know, we can, because it's comfortable, it's, it, it, these can be comfortable patterns for yeah. us. There, yeah. there can be resistance to actually seeing what's going on here
1: mm-hmm. and
2: realizing that that's not, it's not helpful,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: yeah you know, that's not helpful. It's actually just, again, so for me, it was a process of going into, so the process I share with clients is the exact same process I I use in my own life, by the way. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was going through, I call them integration prompts that I always share with clients as well Mm -hmm. to connect with, again, the why and the how of the shadow frequency. Mm -hmm. So for me, I went back into my past and I, you know, really uncovered the why. Why am I, why do I have this, um, why do I have this connection where, you know, when I'm feeling a little bit thrown off center, why do I, why do I grasp to that feeling of control and wanting to control my environment? So lots of stories in my past throughout my childhood really come by it honestly. Um, and then I can see how it plays out in my current life. And then going deeper, you know, what are some of the limiting beliefs that are behind this feeling? Mm-hmm. So for me, the limiting belief piece for me really comes in with the site K component of my work. I'm sure mm-hmm. we can chat about that, but, um, you know, it was looking at things like um, not feeling safe, right? So limiting beliefs, I'm not safe, mm-hmm. I'm not secure, Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't trust myself, and I don't trust what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't trust other people. I don't trust life to hold me, and then kind of um, looking to see what would be on the other side of that. So it would be mm-hmm. I am safe and secure. I trust that life is always working in my best interest. Things like that, right? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's a a really um, recent story of working through a shadow frequency of my own and since uncovering and healing those limiting beliefs, it's um, Mm. sometimes hard to describe into words Mm. the relief that you have on a daily basis, but, Mm. you know, just living from more of a place of trust and, uh, you know, trusting life, trusting the unfolding of this experience and however it's going to take shape for You know my highest good and the highest good of others, and then also you know physical symptoms Mm -hmm. come through the shadow frequencies as well. And you know I I don't always speak about those because I'm not a doctor and I don't want to come off like that. But Mm -hmm. you know when we heal our energetic and subtle body, which is actually what we're doing when we're healing limiting beliefs and patterns and fears you know, that transcends the subtle body, the energetic body, and it moves into the mental body and our emotional, and then often our physical body as well, depending on how rooted that experience is, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know, so for me, um, you know, PMS symptoms have really, um, been eliminated through healing that particular shadow pattern.
0: Oh, wow. Wow.
2: Less anxiety, easier sleep, um, you know ability to relax on a day-to-day basis instead of just running from anxiety on anxiety which is also kind of a root chakra um issue it's like always feeling like there's not enough time and I need to be doing and I need to you know um grasping at all of these things so um those are some kind of tangible benefits that that let us come through
1: yeah Yeah. wow that's amazing that there are so many layers there (laughs) of uh wow uh, you know, and su- supportive ways for healing through that shadow work. So, so I really would love to talk, f- um, first more about that connection with the gene keys and the chakra system. Because yeah. So yeah, if, if you can tell us a little bit more about that, yeah. that's really great.
2: Yeah. So it's, um, this is also a non-traditional way of speaking about the gene keys. So I always like to be, you know, very upfront about that. Um, you know, I've taken the gene keys into my own kind of practice that I it's a component of my practice. And so utilizing the gene keys profiles, the portal into the chakra system has been extremely beneficial for me and for other people and um, making those connections. So not all of the spheres are connected to the chakras, but most of them are um, well, they mostly all are, with the exception of the pearl sphere, because that's a little bit separate. But using those into a port as a portal into their connection with the our chakra system can really help to uncover again more about how that shadow might play out in our life and the effect that it actually is having for us. Mm-hmm. And then healing those shadow patterns actually helps us to unblock and to um you know, come into more of a healthy connection and like more of a full functioning chakra. So I don't know if you want me to go through them from top to bottom, but...
0: (laughs) Yes, please, if you can. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) sure. Yeah. So we'll start at the top with the life's work. I really see this as the sacral chakra Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um, because it has, yeah, it has a ton to do with our authentic expression of self Mm -hmm. and that ease with which we share creativity with other people um the root chakra is connected to our evolution sphere Mm -hmm. and again that I went over that in like a lot of depth (laughs) through my story but it has a lot to do with our safety and security here on the physical planes our roots of the physical plane and also our financial freedom um Mm -hmm. and feeling like we have enough right on a day-to-day basis feeling like I'm okay right Right. I'm I'm okay I'm safe um whether that's you know I have enough food to eat or I'm not going to be I'm going to be alive, like very primal safety Mm -hmm. and security issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Our radiant sphere. So I'm actually going in the. (laughs) I'm going through the the golden path of the gene keys profile. By the way, so if anyone's looking at theirs, you can kind of follow along. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, The radiant sphere is the crown chakra. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's really where we receive information from our highest self, but beyond that, it's where we feel connected to all that is. It's when we're in perfect. Yeah. So it's connected to health, but for me, the highest expression of health is spiritual health. And it's knowing that we are a piece of the whole and that again, moving on from that root chakra placement, like we'll always be okay because we're part of all that is. Right. Um, so there's nothing really that can happen to us um, because we're so held and we're we're just um, we're soul having a human experience. Mm-hmm. That's our radiant sphere. Um, connecting with our radiant sphere also helps us to shine. Right. It's it's how we shine. It's how we show up as our most whole and our most radiant. Um, so then moving on to the purpose. This is the throat chakra. Um, but it's a little bit less literal than actually what we're here to speak about or do. It's more about the energy we're connecting with in order to manifest our gifts on the physical plane. So it's spoken about as our inner purpose, uh, in the gene key system traditionally. And it's actually this, it's again, it's an anchor point. It's more of an internal process that we're connecting with that helps to actually, I like to use the word concretize. To actually concretize our gifts and bring them through, beautiful, yeah. Um, the attraction sphere is sort of the um, it's the most potent part of the potent part of the heart chakra. So I usually say the attraction sphere is the heart chakra, and this is the biggest uh, one of our biggest learnings are about our emotional experience here and our relationships to other people. Um, yeah, it kind of leads the way of the. The Venus sequence, right, or the heart path. It's the portal in. But I always say that the Venus sequence is the heart chakra overall, because our heart chakra is so deep. Um, It actually sits in the middle of the chakra system. So it connects the lower with the higher chakras. And it's sort of, it's, uh, it's, It holds a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of weight and a lot of depth and a lot of energy that comes from our heart chakra. So we actually uncover the layers of the heart chakra as you move through the heart path. Um, We actually did talk about this earlier, but the last is the pearl sequence or the abundance path. And this has to do with, you know, after you've moved through the foundation of yourself and then you've done some healing through the heart chakra, it's like, okay, now, how are we bringing those gifts to light so we can serve other people? So you know, for most people, it has a lot to do with their work, their most aligned career and work in the world. So if anybody's, you know, confused about how to actually manifest their gifts or how to uplevel their business or like, what am I here to do? Like, I want to be of service in some way. Um, we connect with the abundance path. It also helps us to connect with money, right. (laughs) And material prosperity. So it's a fun, uh, fun one for people. Um, so connecting on with the, uh, So going on with the chakra system, um, the culture sphere. So the culture sphere is our solar plexus chakra. It's our connection to prosperity, fulfillment, and our personal power, Mm -hmm. right? It also has a lot to do with how we fit into the fabric of society. And so it's that place where we, um, we connect deeply with self-worth and our confidence, It's how we kind of shine at our brightest. And we really connect with our personal power, um, we've already talked about the life's work sphere. That's our sacral chakra. And the last is our third eye chakra. And that comes through our, um, oh, and now I'm like going through them in order. And now I'm- The vocation? Vocation. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Our vocation core wound sphere. So that sphere is really, it's a weighted placement. It's connected both to our abundance path and our heart path. Um, But- you know, as it connects to the chakra system, it's the third eye chakra because it's where we receive that intuition. It's all about what we're here to do. Um, But it's also having this like wide angle view of life where sometimes the things we've gone through are actually going to play into our life to be what we share with others. It's going to be a foundational piece of what we share with others. Mm -hmm. So the vocation sphere, yeah, the vocation sphere in a nutshell is our highest calling. It's really like, how we bring our gifts to light, how we move our gifts into a place of service. But often it's sort of like what we grow through or like what we go through is creating that foundation for what we share. So it's a very, uh, it's a very spiritual placement because it's a very high calling of ours, but it often requires going through some deep healing to get there. Mm.
0: I love that so much. That is such an amazing, thank you so much for taking us through that. I felt like that was a whole activation journey on its own. (laughs) Thank you, it was so beautiful. I've got, we've got lots to contemplate there and to kind of think through, right? Yeah. So I was wondering if you could tell us for our viewers, um, what is Psyche and talk a little bit about how you've integrated that with your Gene Keys practice as well. I'm really interested to hear more.
2: Psyche is so cool. Um, Again, like going (laughs) back to early in our conversation, I've always been a seeker. And so I've gone through a ton of healing modalities just as, um, the recipient of it and then also studying and, um, Psyche again, found me, it found me after the gene keys. And it was sort of, um, you know, I've really integrated in as like a phase two. So with the gene keys in a nutshell, we're really uncovering our highest self again, um, where we're moving towards in this lifetime, that's going to be in the best alignment with who we are. And honestly, alignment feels great. Right. Um, like moving out of like a headspace more into our body, like being in alignment with the high frequencies of our profile just feels good. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, uncovering the shadow frequency again with the limiting beliefs, that's what I always love to like drill down into. It's like, how do we feel right now? And we're in the shadow and how would we rather feel? What are some of the limiting beliefs and patterns that we hold there? And that's where Psyche K really has helped me. Oh my gosh, Psyche K has helped me massively. Um, but then also, you know, it's extremely transformational for, for my clients as well. And it's, um, so again, it's the phase two. So psych K is really, it's a healing modality, Mm -hmm. but it's rooted in, again, science. So again, like what lights me up so much is that like marriage of science and spirituality, which is really, Mm -hmm. really the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, but bringing it to others in this way just makes it more, um, maybe easy to connect with for people who are a little bit more logical or are more in a skeptic sense, which is like a beautiful thing. So Psyche has roots. It's, it's scientifically verifiable. So it's really a process of accessing our subconscious mind, um, through a series of what we call muscle. It's called muscle testing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's used a lot in um, kinesiology. So again, it's it's backed by science and it's this verifiable way of accessing our subconscious mind. So not the subconscious mind where we think we know everything that's going on, Mm -hmm. but it's the subconscious mind, which is actually 95% of what actually drives our life experience here. And seeing if it actually holds these helpful beliefs for us, right? That align us with our conscious goals. So we may want to grow our business um, and make more money and to be very successful, but we need to hold subconscious beliefs that actually propel us in that direction or else we're kind of like our con- our conscious mind might be going there, but our subconscious may hold like a lot of fears, a lot of anxieties and a lot of limiting beliefs, right? That that are not congruent with that goal. So that's really what Psyche K is. Um, Psyche K is this... Um, it's a process that it's a healing process where we access that subconscious mind to see if we actually hold beliefs that are helpful for our goals. And if we do not, um, we actually can reprogram the subconscious mind to hold helpful beliefs that propel us in the direction um, of our goals. It's also very, very helpful in resolving any past traumas. So if there's an experience we hold that we've uncovered as being kind of a barrier for whatever we're trying to move into the experience we're trying to move into, or like, Gives us anxiety, or we, you know, we feel very um, uncomfortable or fearful, and we we don't really know what it's affecting, but we know that it's affecting. Right? Um, we can actually go through that experience and and um, create a whole brain state around that experience as well. So I'm using like psych k terms, but you know, for the person receiving psych k, it really is like a quick, easy, and very private process um, to to sort of transmute our limiting beliefs into helpful beliefs. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So how yeah. does, how does psyche K work with the gene keys?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So exciting. So again, like, you know, if, if somebody has a goal of, let's say like up-leveling a business or, you know, making more money, connecting with prosperity, we would look at those spheres of their, you know, their abundance path and maybe specifically look at, um, their, uh, culture sphere. Let's say they, let's say they're having some solar plexus chakra issues, for example, right? So it's the chakra and and the, the spheres are like really, really cool portals into each other. So, you know, let's say somebody's having this experience where they, they want to make more money and they want to stand out and shine more in their business, but they are just like not really believing in themselves and they're staying really small. Um, this is like super common and their confidence just isn't there in terms of sharing their gifts with other people. Then we can access some of those specific points in the in the profile. Um, but we would look maybe to the culture sphere specifically and we would look at the shadow there. Right. So for myself, we can talk about me as an example again. I have the eighth gene key there in the shadow is mediocrity, but really what it holds is a fear of rejection. So the eighth, yeah, so the eighth gene key is this like very individual leadership where it's an embodied leadership, but it's like you're carving your own path. So often what you're sharing is different from other people, right? Um, So it can create this fearful, um, experience of maybe I'm going to be rejected or people aren't going to understand and all of those, again, limiting beliefs and stories that would loop underneath that ability to connect with that individual leadership. Mm-hmm. So um, we would go through that process in K and form some, you know, well, if you feel right now fearful of rejection or feel fearful of stepping into your full light, what would you rather feel on the other side of that, right? What are some helpful beliefs that we actually want to hold in our energy sphere? So it would be, um, I am accepted for who I am. I accept myself or others accept me for who I am. Um, you know, I am powerful and I shine in the brightest light. That is me. Like all of these beautiful, we call them balances, Mm. call them goal statements Um, So we create these goal statements that are really um, feel very sparkly. (laughs) They need to feel very sparkly and really exciting. And it's just like a very exciting thing that we're we're now going to hold this belief in our subconscious mind. And then we go through processes called balances, which take about five minutes. Um, And we actually align, you know, your subconscious mind to actually hold that subconscious belief. And after it's really exciting um, yeah then we like celebrate that experience because now you know we hold that really helpful belief that's sort mm-hmm. of healed right that's healing those shadow patterns and actually helping us come into alignment with our highest self in that specific expression
1: amazing
2: Gosh, yeah. that is so, so that's so incredible isn't it that's really cool it's so exciting yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's
0: fun hmm. And I feel like, I feel like what I want to say is I I feel like, wouldn't this be amazing if everybody, you know, from children through to adults had access to this kind of approach? Mm -hmm. Like, imagine, imagine if we lived in a world where, you know, just hearing you speak about it, my... um, My shadow spheres are popping up and like, cause you know, and going, wow, I think there's some work I could do here, or maybe there's something I could do with that belief. Um, So imagine if we lived in a world where, you know, everybody was able to have access to this. It's such a beautiful, well-rounded approach. Yeah. I love it.
2: And I mean, Psyche is just what I connected with in terms of a healing modality, but there's lots of different approaches, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you look at your Gene Keys profile, like you said, and you look at those shadow frequencies, whatever healing modality you connect with, whether it's Reiki or um, EMDR is another great one that accesses Mm -hmm. the subconscious, um, tapping, visualization, hypnosis, um, anything that kind of, hits more of that subconscious level I would say is like really important with healing um yeah you can you can take that it as a portal into some of those stories that are limiting you in your ability to manifest this life that you desire really is is the end goal it's mm-hmm. it's living the life that you dream of it's living the life that you want to and that you desire to so psyche is just one um modality it's the one that I connect with and that I love to share but um, you can take that through whatever, you know, whatever healing process that, that speaks to you. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So Jordan, where can people find you? Yeah. So my website is Jordancardarelli.com. Um, there's all of the information on there that you need. And I have Instagram. That's the only social channel I have right now. Mm-hmm. And it's at Jordan.cardarelli. And, yeah, I share a lot through Instagram, actually. Um, You know, so if you're just new to the gene keys, it's a great place to follow along, because I like to break down different ways to view the profile in, you know, helpful, palatable, easy to digest ways. Wonderful. Yeah,
1: I love it. Like, there's a lot of information, for sure. And you share a lot on your Instagram. And it's, it's beautiful. You know, it's, it's very insightful. And, I love it. So yeah, recommend it. <laughs> um, and so uh, one one question for you um, that we like to ask our guests is um, what replenishes you?
2: Um, connecting with my daily spiritual self care practices
1: mm-hmm.
2: nice. are super essential, um, which to me means meditating in the morning, um, making a hot drink Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: usually getting out to some kind of nature walk during the day. Um, whenever I feel like I need a break is usually when I go and being really consistent with that replenishes me. Yeah. Also alone time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Spending time quietly you know, which is also part of my spiritual self-care practice. So
0: that's so beautiful. Well, oh, Jordan, thank you so, so much for being here with us and just for sharing all your wisdom and your amazing knowledge with us. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor to have you. You're so
2: welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: If you'd like to learn more about Jordan Cardarelli, check out her website, jordancardarelli.com and follow her on Instagram at jordan.cardarelli. For complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, check out replenishyourlife.buzzsprout.com. For more information on classes, meditations, and community events to help you replenish your life and to sign up to receive bi-monthly transformational content check out bit.ly forward slash Replenishing Life. You can also find us by searching for Replenishing Life Project on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for the Replenish Your Life podcast.